podcast people it's your boy bakes back up in this bitch been a little while um i want to thank everybody who listened to the previous episodes the one i did on my own the one i did with my cousin the feedback has been great um it's been actually kind of a bit overwhelming it's been a lot i mean you would imagine that i love talking about myself love hearing about myself but the things people have said to me and opened up in ways especially after the father's day one um really touched me it was it was a lot so i just want to say thanks for that and always thanks for taking the time to listen i'm trying to do this once a month uh this one's going to be late but i think i'll get it in before august 1st uh, i had a lot going on for the month of july and by a lot i just mean i wasn't really home spent a lot of time in my beach house um over the fourth of july went up to winnipesaukee with some friends and actually did my first family trip with other families since i had my little guy which was amazing. So every time I was going to do it on like a Monday, it just never really worked out. So here we are, and it's a Thursday. But I'm finally getting this done, hoping I'm going to bring you guys something that really matters. I also want to say the podcast title is staying. We're burning up with bakes, and that's what we're doing. I appreciate everybody's info and input. I heard some funny names, some good names, but I'm sticking with this because it's just going to be basically a burning topic every time I come at you. And what's kind of burning in my mind. And plus my shit's hot. So obviously that just makes sense. Um, So the last two I did were a bit heavier. Obviously the race one with my cousin was like super. It wasn't super serious. But just a heavy topic. And the Father's Day thing was obviously super emotional for me. And I know it was emotional for a lot of you. Which uh, was awesome anyways. But I thought that this time we'd do something a little bit lighter. And a little more fun. So this burning topic is going to be relationships, marriage, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, just relationships in general. I'm going to tell you what I think the keys to a solid relationship are, which I think I have. Some of you may agree, some of you may not, Um, but that's kind of where I'm going to be going with this. And how could I talk about relationships, what I think about them, how they work, and if mine's even any good without my lovely, amazing wife? Some of you know her, some of you don't, so I want to take the time to introduce her, talk a little bit about us, and then what we think works for a successful marriage and or relationship. Uh, She's loving, she's intelligent, smart, beautiful, funny, all types of things that I can continue saying, which is going to be probably annoying to you guys but i don't care but this is my lovely wife erin so erin say hello hi guys you can keep going on about me if you want (laughs) (laughs) now um initially (laughs) we talked about doing a podcast together and talking about stuff and then he caught me out of it (laughs) but she will be (laughs) a big factor she'll be on often um if you guys like her (laughs) if if this episode doesn't do well don't worry you won't have to hear her again so it won't really matter that's rude (laughs) yeah of course it is um so we're gonna start with how we met so i would say that we met in high school Yes. She insists we met in middle school. <laughs> I just remember you from middle school. And that is because why? Because I'm because pretty you fucking are cool. Crazy. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but I was only at Kennedy for a month, so I don't really recall that. Kennedy's one of the middle schools here. But obviously, I left an impression even then, so who would have thought that this is where it ended up? <laughs> Big impression. <laughs> yeah. So we, um, we actually met in high school. We graduated together. 
those four years, we were friendly, um, but not... Friends. Right. We, we ran in different circles. We would end up in the same places very rarely. Knew of each other. She was always... Uh, <laughs> her and her friend Victoria were always the two pretty girls that were just kind of not weird <laughs> but <laughs> but just not but just not into like the high school nonsense which I kind of was even though I wasn't an athlete I hung along with a lot of them I guess in some terms you could kind of call me a hawker I don't really own that but I was and then I ran with other different crews too she was not anything about that nope. as <laughs> Some people like to say she spent most of high school just smoking butts anyways, right? So oh my God, some people, you. You're the one who likes to say that. So, so, so while she was smoking butts and I was out here being popular, I actually became more friendly with her sister, who is like three years younger than us, but superstar athlete, soccer player, basketball player. So a lot of her female is friends. podcast about her? Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of her female friends are friends with me. Point being, I would be at parties at Aaron's parents' house but I was usually there with Jen. So the relationship wasn't really anything. We didn't date. We didn't really interact like that. Right. So that's my only point. Um, so we got out of high school and I was single probably when I'm like 31, maybe seven years ago. And we still didn't talk a ton. Um, I went down to her beach house, which is now currently mine as well. Uh, part of the marriage. So we went down there one fourth of July. So that's probably 2013. Yeah, that's probably right. The yeah. Jay Z Magna Carta album had just come out. Yeah. Uh, Elena, if you listen to this, probably not. But I downloaded it, listened to it. I just remember that weekend. And Erin likes to joke that I tried to get with Vic and not her, but she was into other people anyway. She was actually asking me advice, which she just found a list the other day on how <laughs> she could get this black dude to talk to her. So I was teaching her different slang. In the meantime, pull that list up. Let me see if I... I think yeah. I deleted it the other well, day. Well, whatever. See if you had it. I was just teaching her. I can't even remember the thing, so I hope she can, she can pull it up. But, so even when I was initially single, we hung out, you know, a couple times... But not really anything like that. Then there was one night or a day that a couple of our friends were at a harpoon fest. She went in with them. It, I wasn't even talking to her. I was more contacting with one of her other friends just to meet up with them. And the friend went home. You find the list? Yeah. Okay. So just rattle off some of the slang that I taught you so you could bang a black dude. So his name was EJ. <laughs> So it's, what's up, EJ? I'm going to put it on you. I'm thinking about you. <laughs> what's the good with you, EJ? I'm feeling nice at the 99 right now. I enclosed the selfie. Motherfucker said, what? <laughs> you can have this shit on lockdown if you want it, boo. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> you can call me shorty. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was good. I want to get after that. I'm going to put it down on you. Oh. I'm going to twerk it for you. Oh. Bands make me dance. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you can see, I gave her great advice. <laughs> but needless to say, and for you guys that don't know, our son's name is Emmett John, which is also EJ, so that's a whole... <laughs> It's <laughs> a whole other fucked up thing that that's dude. I didn't find that out till recently because I forgot. Uh, where was I? What was I saying? Oh, so yeah. So we didn't really even show like that. So after the Harpoon Fest, 
a couple of the other friends bailed, and somehow we even got each other's number, and we ended up communicating that night. Um, we already had each other's numbers. Right. Maybe just never used it. We, like, would randomly, like, talk. Yeah, would, text like, each other. randomly text me. Right, right, right. So... She she's like everybody left everybody went home like I'm still trying to party and I was me too she's like alright where come get me and so I went to her house to get her she's super drunk um as was I <laughs> and she she answers the door and she's like alright come in I got to change she's like for the record we're not having sex either and I was like okay cool like not what I was particularly <laughs> looking for so we go into her room though and. I'll never forget the leather pants she put on with no drawers, but changes in front of me, <laughs> ass naked, right? But we're not going to hook up. And funny enough, we went out to tits in Brighton, and we straight up just wingman for each other. <laughs> I was introducing black dudes to her that I didn't even know. She was meeting girls. We're dancing with other people, whatever, whatever, and had a grand old time. Still brought her home. We had, we made love. No, we had sex. That, that time we fucked. She likes to say she was raped because she don't remember it. Oh my God, don't say that. <laughs> well, I, that's, I just have to, I told you I have to be honest. So I'm going to be honest. So she was feeling a bit of a way about it the next morning. <laughs> Maybe cried on the ride home. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I Totally forgot about it. Right, so let's just say, I mean, the sex was good from what I recall. She doesn't remember any of it. So needless to say, uh, the first encounter was quite interesting. Yeah. So she's on some, this isn't happening again, blah, blah, blah. And I've heard that many times in my life and it never really stands. And this time it didn't either. He couldn't stay away. Right. And (laughs) she came to the conclusion we had already slept together <laughs> she didn't really remember so like why not i might as well if i'm gonna add the number to my list i might as well see what it's about so then we proceeded to date and i'm doing air quotes that you can't see but we basically just hung out at our apartment and had sex and never really went anywhere <laughs> <laughs> Know. <laughs> yeah, and that was like good young early 30s like marathon sex. For you older people, you remember what that's like a few times a day, back to backs. For you younger people, you might not be there yet, but you will, and then that becomes ridiculous again anyways. <laughs> so that goes on for a few months, and I had this great idea then to go back to my ex. Didn't turn into a great idea, obviously, because <laughs> look at where we are now. So I told her as a friend that, you know what, because we knew that, we told each other we were just there to have fun, neither of us were looking for anything big, and let's just enjoy this. But there was something there, I just wasn't particularly open to feeling it at the time. She says she kind of knew right then, but that's her story. Well, I think I was holding back too, as well. Like, I definitely wasn't going to, like, tell you anything, but I thought we had fun together and we'd have, like, good conversations and, I don't know, I just felt like there was something there. I think we are still having great conversations. (laughs) So, I told her I'm going back to my ex. She tells herself in her head that that's a stupid, horrible idea, but doesn't really voice that to me. So, I go back to my ex. She then becomes devastated. Not because she thought she loved me, but because, why? Because the sex was so goddamn good. (laughs) 
And I believe, go ahead, tell them what you told your friends while you were crying. Tell them what you told them. <laughs> I'm never going to have sex with them again. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, you sad because you thought it would be so? She's like, no, I'm really just going to miss that dick. She, I'll say it how she won't say it, right? And that's why the podcast, I told her, you come on here. <laughs> we're talking about everything. I like actually forget what I really what did I really say it was something along that just I was they were like oh you're sad you're never gonna see date him again or whatever and you were basically like no that I'm not gonna have that dick again is what you told me (laughs) Uh, Miss Jackson one of you guys I'm sure can validate that so just put it in the comments on my post Um, (laughs) so I go back to my ex that was a horrible idea it was good for like the first year or so but whatever Meanwhile, I ended up staying back there for, Jesus, like three years. But during that time, we stayed friends. Uh, Within a probably eight to ten month span, maybe the year, I was already telling her that, like, I think I love her. And she was like, too fucking bad. You went back to her. Um, So that was weird. But what I want to say is, because Erin's such a good girl, and we never hooked up while... I was still with my ex. I tried many a time, so I'm not trying to claim that like I'm some great dude. I tried. She would never let it happen. But we were able to build a really good friendship, right? Because the sex was now taken out of it. And then Miss Erin, who is one of the strongest people I know, at the time, not so much, but she had a run for a couple of years. She lost her mom. Her ex-husband went to jail. Um, her ex-husband's brother passed away. Just like a really shit 18 months to two years. And I was there for her the whole time. We did a lot of talking and we were just able to build this foundation that honestly, if we were still sleeping together, I don't think would have been the same. Yeah. Because it was really just an emotional connection. And that's when it started to be like, for me, like, holy shit, I think I love this person. She's amazing. And I'm not even sleeping with her. So I found that very freeing, kind of. Just knowing that we weren't going to have sex, just being myself, which, I mean, I do anyways. But it was opening up to a level that um, the sex didn't complicate things or the stress of a real relationship didn't at the time. Yeah, yeah. I would, yeah, I'd agree with that, actually. Yeah, so that goes on. But then, so after her mom passed, after she goes through all that, then, like, I really start thinking, you know what? I think there was more there. Meanwhile, my relationship with my ex is falling apart, and that's probably mostly my fault, but whatever. She's not a great person. Um, so I told, I started telling her, and we would talk, and I would hit on her and tell her I love her and send her songs that meant something to me and whatever, and she would just shut it down. And she would be like, you can't. You have a girlfriend. Leave, leave me alone. We can be friends, but that's it. Then I would say, well, I can't just be your friend because after we talk for a little while, that's all that I want to tell you. And she's like, well, then I guess we can't talk. So we wouldn't talk. And then in about two weeks, I'd get a text and it would say, hey, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and then the cycle would just like viciously repeat itself. Then there was a point where I was away at my boy Kevin's bachelor party. And the whole time I would say stuff to her, she would never reciprocate. And when I would show up at her house drunk, she wouldn't sleep with me. So I didn't take... Yeah, but you have to remember, too, like, when you went to Kevin's bachelor party, you had... 
you weren't like outwardly saying you loved me yet. You what you were like insinuating it a lot and sending me songs and stuff, but you weren't like telling me that yet. Right. It hadn't like you hadn't outwardly said it yet. Right. So you didn't know if I was just trying to fuck or what right. the deal was. Right. 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 So I'm away at this bachelor party, and over that few days was the first time that she actually was like, yeah, I'm about this. And I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, so we talked, and I said, you know what? I'm coming home, breaking up with my girl. We're going to give this a go. Let's go. And she's like, if that happened, I would totally be open to giving this a shot. Come home. <laughs> Uh, this, this is where I turn into an asshole, but that shouldn't surprise anybody. So I come home and I attempt to break up with my girl in a manner of her getting to break up with me because I had a horrible gambling habit. I lost a shit ton of money. So I thought if I confessed that, she would throw me out. She did not. <laughs> and she actually said, we can fix this. We can figure this out. So then I was like, oh shit, this girl loves me more than I thought. Maybe I should figure this out and I'm just a degenerate. So still not knowing how into me Erin was as a friend, I was like, you know what? She'll get it. I'll tell her. So I tell her, hey, you can say exactly what I told you. I said, he just texted me and was like, hey. This is like two days later after being like, I love you. I'm going to break up with her, blah, blah, blah. Texts me, hey. And I was like, hey, what's up? We do some small talk, and I'm like, so what happened with Nancy? And he was like, oh, should I have said her name? Yeah, whatever, right, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I was like, so what happened? And he was like, I guess she loves me more than I thought. And I was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that is verbatim. So. No, I think I was like, oh, cool. And then you were like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, stop talking to me <laughs> and then maybe the go fuck yourself came yeah so that happens she then is so salty some dude that was feeling her from like a few days ago she goes on a date with like the next night <laughs> and ends up dating him for a year and a half <laughs> and in that whole year, in all that year and a half we still go through that cycle of talking and not talking, me telling her I love her, her telling me to leave her no, alone. No, that's when you, like, really ramped it up. Like, yeah. after that, you really were like, you know, like, I love you, and you deserve blah, 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 and this and that. And I was like, okay, you had several shots. Yeah. You and her ex-boyfriend was a good dude, but I thought she just wanted more in a relationship. He was older. He wasn't really looking for certain things, didn't want marriage, didn't want kids. And she said she didn't, but I thought that somewhere in there she did, especially with the right person, who at that time I finally figured out was me. But I still kept the friend role. I still supported her while she dated him. She, same way, but then like we would have these weird interactions. Then, towards the end of 2017... Um, right around, you know, September, October, um, she finally, things aren't going great with her and the dude. She's like, I'm going to talk to him and figure out some shit. Got to figure out what's going on. And then this is where our stories differ because I say she get, she got dumped. She gets so angry because she did not quote unquote get dumped, but she didn't get dumped. But I will say she cried for like two days about breaking up with him. Whatever you want to call that. It was a, I was taking it. A big chance. So then when she breaks up with him, she's basically like, listen, 
I broke up with him or got dumped, whichever version you prefer. What are you going to do? There appears to be something here. Stop being a pussy, I think, was exactly in there somewhere. (laughs) Are you going to fucking man up? So then, obviously, she calls me out. How could I not? Man up. And decide to end it with my girl, my ex. Takes me a couple of weeks because we had been together for like eight or nine years and we lived (laughs) together. But that two weeks was not fast enough for somebody. (laughs) So she would be like, what's taking so long? What's taking so long? But I think you would say she was so nervous the first time that I didn't leave that she didn't know if it was really going to happen. Would you agree with that? that's all it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, boom. Get that out of the way. Leave her. We start dating. That's November of 2017. Um, Then, boom. Fast track it. January, we had a joint account. (laughs) February, we moved in together. The following March, we're engaged. That June, we find out she's pregnant. We get married last November, and here we are. (laughs) So that's just a quick synopsis of us. That was not quick. That was not quick, right. That went longer than I thought. So this episode might be more like 30 minutes instead of 25. Stick with it. I would appreciate it. But if not, you caught a lot of the entertaining stuff already. (laughs) So just about relationships. So... In talking a little about this before, um, I feel like there are three just really strong pillars of relationships, and not in any specific order, but kind of, would be communication, trust, and sex. My wife added honesty, which I kind of added with trust, that kind of goes hand in hand. So for communication, talking about things, and it sounds really easy, and you'd think that you know married couples or boyfriend and girlfriends do it. But they don't. They may speak, but they might not always talk, if that makes any sense. So if you're mad about something, do you say it or do you just sit on it? And then when you're arguing about something else two weeks later, that then comes up. And it's like, wait, what are we even arguing about? That was like fucking a month ago. And that had festered that whole time. So you have to have the ability to talk things out as they're bothering you. It really shouldn't sit longer than shit a day, in my opinion. Yeah. Where you clear the air and really figure it out. I mean, luckily for me, as you guys all know, talking is not a problem. And <laughs> my wife um, was pretty good at it in general anyways. And, I mean, now she certainly is. She <laughs> Now she doesn't hold the fuck back. If she's mad, I know at that current moment. <laughs> There's no guessing. And she will tell me why. But, yeah, you can't really let things fester and pile up. And you know what's funny? And you guys might find this annoying. We're trying to think of examples of maybe when we didn't communicate great or um, things really piled up and then we got really mad at each other. But, honestly, it doesn't really happen with us, which I'm not saying we don't argue and we don't disagree because it's not perfect. But nothing really ever gets to that big blow-up spot. Yeah, no. No. You know, besides one time I was like super drunk while she was pregnant and she yelled and screamed at me at like the beach house. But that's really it. But that was just annoying because you were sober. Right. Right. And you were very drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing I'll say about communication too, and sometimes this actually maybe even bothers Aaron. Texting does not count as working out a problem. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to repeat that again. If you solve the problem over text, that does not count. In my opinion. So we'll be texting about something and we're not on the same page or we'll be disagreeing. And I just call her. And she's like, why are you calling me? (laughs) (laughs) 
or we'll talk about it over text and it will be settled and then we'll get home and I'll be like, okay, so about that. And she's like, oh my God, I thought this was done. <laughs> but you know what? And you guys all know this. An actual conversation over the phone or in person is still different. So even if things are cool by the time you're done texting, I, and she, I think would concur, strongly recommend still just making sure you're all on the same page about what it ended up being. Yeah. yeah. Y- you would agree with that? Yeah. Um, okay, let's keep it moving because we talked so long before. So trust and honesty. If you don't trust each other, it's just not going to work. I know some of you people try that, and I don't know why. Yeah. You know, it's so it's so crazy because, like, in all my other relationships, like, this was so... Well, like, all of these things were missing. But, like, a big thing that was missing was, like, the trust and honesty thing. And now that, like, I've been with you, and it's, like, everything's just, like, so open between the two of us. I don't even know how... I was ever in a relationship where this wasn't a thing. Yeah, and even looking back on my prior relationships, and I mean, most of them I was younger, but the one just recently that was for, like, longer, I was honest, and then there was trust, but then I wasn't, right? And one of the examples that's going to be is your cell phone. And Pence, this is for you. (laughs) So I used to be, me me and Pence, till the day we died, big proponent of, my girl does not need to be in my phone. I don't care if you need to order food and yours is in the other room, go get your phone. <laughs> I don't care if you need to look something up on the internet and your phone's in the other room, go get your phone. That's my phone and that's an invasion of privacy. Being in the relationship I am now, I know that was because I had shit on my phone I didn't want this bitch to see. And same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Jay and Pence will tell you the same because we had a revelation about this, you know, a few years back. He's engaged now. What's up, Lenny? And he now, like, Sharon can just grab my phone whenever she wants. I would never think much about it. And the phone thing. One of the things when we got together. So back in the day, I was so sketch that when my cell phone would get a text message, it would vibrate, but nothing would come up on the screen. <laughs> and, one of, so and one of her rules when we got together was shit's gotta pop up on your screen so now it does and you know whatever so the phone thing's big so if you feel like you don't feel comfortable with your girl and your phone I'm not saying you should get divorced or break up but you might want to reevaluate shit you know what I mean like what are you hiding so that's one thing I would say on the trust. And that falls... I, trust and honesty kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. I mean, you earn trust by being honest. Right. Right? You might start with it, and then if you're not honest, it gets taken away. But they're very... They're almost synonymous in this... For the sake of this conversation. The other part of trust, besides the phone, is obviously going out. You go out with your boys. Your girl goes out with the girls. If you are checking when they're going to be home, how long they've been out... Where are they at? You went to a different bar, you didn't tell me. If you got to ask all these questions, what are you so worried about? Right. Do you think they're going to cheat? If you think they're going to cheat, again, there's a whole nother problem there. I mean, personally, when my wife goes out, I go to bed. (laughs) She comes home when she gets home. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't really care. I care, but I'm not worried. And honestly, if she wanted to fuck this up, go ahead. Right? Like, that that's kind of my thought process. Yeah, we have something so goddamn good that I'm not going to sit here and stress about you blowing it. Because if you want to, that's on you. Right. 
Yeah, no, I feel the same way. Now, we had an issue. Now, here's an example I can use where I learned where her boundaries are because ours were clearly different. (laughs) (laughs) Might have been when I was going to Vegas. Yeah. Was it the bachelor party? Yeah, Vegas. It was yeah. a bachelor party. So for my bachelor party, and we were talking about clubs. Or oh, what? no, 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 wait. Was it, it might have been last year for your draft. So maybe Foxwoods? Yeah, Foxwoods. Whatever. whatever. Yeah, whatever. There was a club involved and probably a casino, because that's what we do. Um, shout out to the showdown. So she says to me, we're talking just about the club, and she says something about dancing with bitches, and like, are you going to be grinding on them? And I was like, I mean, yeah, I'll probably dance or whatever, and that's that. And she goes, wait, you like grind with girls? And I was like, yeah, I mean, it, that's usually what dancing is, but just dancing. Well, <laughs> she did not agree with that boundary. <laughs> yeah, no. And she goes, how how would you feel about some guy grinding on me and like his dick's all in my butt? And I, and I said, are you fucking him after? Are you making out with him? And she said, no. And I said, well, I wouldn't care. <laughs> so again... I'm very much, I would allow for you what I would allow for myself. She expressed that she disagreed. <laughs> strongly, strongly disagreed. So we cut grinding out of the equation. But again, so that's, a, that's, that's everything, right? So that's trust, honesty, and communication that we were able to find out on that page. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't know you looked at it like that. Again, to me, it's just dancing. That's just how you dance. Like, how else are you going to dance? Six feet apart? Whatever. So... Yes. Now I just stand on top of the sofa in the bottle, the VIP section, and just wild out. But that, that, that's just an example of being able to communicate and her trusting me enough to know that now that I know that she doesn't like it, that's not what I'm about, which is fine. And I've avoided that by just not going to clubs anymore. So thank you for COVID and <laughs> being 40 years old and a dad. So it really doesn't come up that often anymore. So those are the two. Now, the third one, not the most important which is sex. So you may think it is, but honestly, and we've all been there in a relationship or dating where the sex is amazing, but you got no trust in communication, that shit ain't gonna work. Right. So on its own, sex can't be the most important, but it's super important in this little tripod well, we're it's building. what distinguishes you between just being friends with somebody, right? So, my wife that I love so much cannot even read my notes and my bullet points but one of them specifically says it's one thing that you guys have that you share with nobody else so if that if somebody's not happy with that they start to feel insecure they start to feel like wait why don't you want me and and stuff like that so that's where it becomes important and you both got to be on the same page if we don't have the same sex drive We need to find a sex drive that works. If I want to fuck four or five times a week and you want to fuck one or two, maybe we meet in the middle at three. Or, like my lovely wife, maybe just give me a head a couple times and then, like, we'll have sex on the other times. So, you know, but you got to find out what works. You should see her face right now. But I told you you want to come on here. This is what this is about. I'm being honest. So, you got to find out what really particularly works with you. So, knowing what the other person expects, feels like they deserve... What makes them feel wanted? You know, initiating is a big part of it. I've been through in my past where I'm initiating sex 90% of the time, damn near feel like a rapist. I want to feel wanted too. You know, I've had that conversation. Make me feel like you want this and I'm not just making you do it and it's a fucking chore. 
Now, shit, my wife probably initiates 70% of the time. So she, but she knows that that's important to me and being a friend. And my wife enjoys sex. She may not like me telling you that, but she does. Anyways. <laughs> how, how cute is that laugh, though, too? Anything else you would like to add to that part of it? No, I mean, again, I've been in relationships where, you know, and I think everybody just you know, assumes that all guys just want to have sex all the time, but it's not true. Like, I've been in relationships where, you know, that's not a thing. And I'm like, what? I can't do this. That blows my mind, but I've heard that before. You hear hear about married couples, especially when kids get involved. And by the way, we will do a whole parenting episode anyways, because we just, our son's six months, and we will... we're professionals already. Yes. But we'll also (laughs) tell you the shit that, like, nobody tells you. Yeah, and what, like, sucks and what is real. But, yeah, come to find out from talking to her and even some other married couples or relationship couples, you know, you have relationships, they go two, three months and don't have sex. Wild to me. Yeah. Wild to me. Even when shit was bad with me before, after 10 days, I'm like, hey, did we break up and nobody told me? Because we need to get back on track. Um, Now, luckily, I never go more than, like, three days. Four if it's really bad. But, again, my wife is wonderful. (laughs) And the thing about sex, too, is, like, you got to make sure you're pleasing the other person. That's what makes them want to have sex. Yeah. Right? Well, I I just feel like it's just a connection. Like, it's important. I don't know. You it, 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 Yeah, I mean, it, you got to please the other person, too. But I feel like beyond all of that, it's just a connection you have with each other that, like... Again, you don't have with anybody else. So right. it's important to take, you know, three minutes. Just kidding. Just kidding. No, it's a, <laughs> she's being generous because we're on the podcast. It's like a minute and a half. Sometimes it goes long for three or four, like it just did before this podcast. But in general, it's, yeah, a minute or two. But, like, I'm old. But she always gets hers. That's the other thing, too. So with women, and this is what I don't understand, and I give all you women credit who don't come frequently or don't come all the time. The fact that you have sex and don't come blows my mind. Because I tell you right now, 90% of all dudes, if they didn't come, would not have sex. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, like, actually, maybe 100% of dudes. Yeah. So you guys are very giving and loving. So, but you know, it's it's about, and again, that comes back to communication. Right? This doesn't work for you. What does? Let's try this. Especially when you start to be together for a while. Shit can't get stale. Let's try a vibrator. My wife had never used one prior to me. Now she loves it. She's, She's shaking her head. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> but again, so you got to figure these things out to keep it on that level. And without that, that's when you start to have, I think, other problems. And people start to feel um, not good enough or left out or not loved enough. Right. right. But when out with the sex... We are already at almost 35 minutes, so I've taken up enough of your time. Uh, I'm sure there are other things that people find important. You want to DM them to me? You want to throw them in my comments? Start the conversation when I throw this up? Uh, I can't thank my lovely wife enough for putting up with me and coming on here knowing that I was probably going to say some shit she didn't want me to say. But I think all in all, it was pretty safe. It was. Yeah. It was you know what I mean? It's not we wouldn't talk about it if we were sitting around with people anyways. Yeah. And again... The point of doing this for me is to have you guys relate to something. And anybody that's married, been married, or been in a relationship, you're relating to some part of this. And I thought it was important people understand how we met, how we connected, and where we got. So my wife will, again, she'll be on frequently if it makes sense. 
if my comments start to say she was boring and not funny enough, then she won't, right? What? We give the people what they want. I am so funny. Um, so keep the feedback coming. Thank you again for listening. Babe, say bye. Bye, guys. And uh, I appreciate all the support. I'll be back next month, I promise, a little bit sooner, and it will be something that you care to hear about. So take care, listen, share, tell your friends, like, comment, all that shit. I appreciate it. Holla.